Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, featuring Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while building a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. My guest today says, I'm just a girl who loves God, and as a result of that love, I am God's girl. Joining me on today's show is Shereel Alexander-Reed. Now, she is a wife, a mother, an author, a life coach, and motivator, and sister next door who is purposed to encourage, to educate, and to empower others, and she loves people and is dedicated to making a deliberate and intentional positive impact through her spoken message and community initiatives. Now, her brand is The Blooming Effect, and she teaches and coaches on how to overcome life's uh, adversity and show up as your best self on the road from present to purpose. Now, Shereel has learned that all experiences are necessary for one's purpose. And on today's show, she's going to share more about how to overcome adversity, do it afraid, and finding your resilience and lots of that conversation. Welcome to the show, Shereel. Hi, Emery. Hi, everyone. Such a pleasure to be to, to be joining uh, you today to talk about this particular topic because I'm sure that through life's journey there are situations and circumstances which really uh, require of us to to step up to just grasp onto what we can to, to find the strength. But I'm sure you would agree, and everybody else would agree, that the last number of years has certainly required that. There's been a lot of adversity, and so this topic is such an important one. I love to find out and I'd love for you to share just a bullet point version of the path that led you down to where you are today. Were there some circumstances or experience that the Lord had brought for you and and that you had to journey through your life that um, has led you down the path that you want to share with us today? Sure, sure. Uh, I'm no stranger to adversity. Uh, I grew up in the inner city of New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, and I had uh, small beginnings or meager beginnings. So I'm no uh, stranger to adversity. I was raised by my grandmother. Um, and as a result of that, I felt that I was unwanted by my mom, unwanted by my dad. I felt that I had no value. I felt that uh, no one would ever see anything good in me because I just felt that I was abandoned by my parents. My parents divorced right after I was born. And actually, I know now as an adult, they did what they thought was best for me and my older brother. But as a child, I internalized it as abandonment and as not being good enough. So therefore, I journeyed through life not thinking that I would ever become anything, not thinking that I would ever have a voice, ever have any type of positive impact in the world. You know, it's interesting you should say that because um, I've spoken to a number of people who have felt that abandonment and and almost like that rejection. I I have a similar story in that for for me, I was born to a young mother, an unwed mother who was young. and, And I know that I certainly wasn't in her 
journal, you know, planned for life and was given up for adoption. And it's, isn't it interesting that, um, and we know that we have an enemy and the enemy seeks to destroy and kill and to do whatever he can from us understanding that every one of us has been made in the image of God. I mean, that alone could take an entire day and just to marvel at that. We are in the image of God and the promises that we have um part of his kingdom through Jesus, his son, who came to die for us so that we could yeah. live eternal life with him. The promises and the protection that we have is something that the enemy does not want us to know about. So it's interesting that the the inner critic, the, the inner voice starts telling us, you're not worthy. You know, your parents, your mother didn't want you. She abandoned you. You know, all of these things, which is absolute rubbish. But I want to spend a little bit of time on that because someone may be listening today or even the recording who is in that moment, that crossroads in their life. They feel hopeless. They really feel unworthy. What would you say to them, Cheryl? I would say stay the course. I would say don't give up. I would say to them that you have within your hands the power to change the trajectory of your life. It's not the external forces. However, it's who is inside of us, who is Jesus Christ, our Lord. So I would say as God deposits purpose or deposits vision in us, have enough courage within yourself to walk out on it, even when you don't see how it's going to come to pass. To pass. That's what faith is. Faith is doing it without seeing it, right? And so I would say to you, uh, don't keep your eyes on your circumstances and situations as much as we keep our eyes on an almighty God who can and who will do whatever it takes for us to live out our lifelong purpose. Yeah, I love that. And so when you look back in your life, Sheryl, I would imagine that there's elements of what you've just shared that you did in, in your life. So take us back to that. What were some of the things, and I'm sure your wonderful grandmother really sewed into your life. I I, I, I mean, we haven't had a conversation previously, but, you know, it, it's, it's through the people that we have had interactions with and that we have had close to us that can really continue to inform. And, and I'm hoping that your conversation that we're sharing around the world today can inform others that there is possibility, there is hope, there are promises for them too. Their name is on a package that has yeah. just been uniquely put aside for them and it's up to them to take hold of that and to unwrap it. And so take us back to that. What were some of the things that you started to notice and some of the things that you started to do that then led you down to realising I am way more than I ever thought that I really was. What was that for you? Well, Anne-Marie, to be honest, my grandmother wasn't very nice to me. So I really felt that I was in an abusive situation, which sort of magnified in me the fact that I thought I was disqualified from any type of purpose. But moving ahead, uh, I was in college and I became pregnant as a young mother. I was 20 years old and I became pregnant. And... Uh, the father was not interested, did not want me to move forward. However, I moved forward anyway. And my son was born with a birth defect. And that birth defect is called spina bifida. And so the doctor said to me that because his disability would be so great, he would not feed himself. He would not walk. He would not 
think for himself. He would basically be a vegetable is the word that they use. But here is the thing that I love about God because his word says that all things, I'm getting excited here, all things work <laughs> together uh, for the good of them who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. And I believe all of us that are in Christ, and if you're not getting him, but all of us that are in Christ have purpose in us. And so what happened was they wanted me to uh, relinquish my parental rights to my son. And they wanted me to sign him over to an institution or the state of Louisiana where they would care for him in an institution. And because they said, you can't take care of a child like this. But here is how God uses our our uh, experiences for the good. Because I felt abandoned. Now, remember, I wasn't abandoned but I felt abandoned. But because I felt abandoned, be, because I felt rejected, I had something on the inside of me that said, I don't care how my son is, what his disability is, I will not abandon him. I will learn what I need to learn to take care of him. I will walk this thing out with him. Did I know how I was going to do it? Absolutely not. And I told that social worker that day in that hospital room, absolutely not. I will not sign my rights for my child over to the state. I will learn to take care of him, which is exactly what I did. But here's the thing. Had I not felt abandoned, had I not felt rejected, I don't know, Anne-Marie, and I'm just being honest, I don't know if I would have made that decision because I probably would have felt that the institution they put him in would have given him better care. Mm. So you see, God orders our steps. And the things that we go through in life are necessary for where we're going. So I say to any listener out there, you may be in a storm. You may be in a dark place. You may be in a place where you're wondering, why am I here? How did I get here? Will I ever come out of it? Right? Yeah. But I say to you, stay the course. Don't give up. Keep moving. Even if you have to take little steps, celebrate that progress. No, I'm not out of it all the way, but I did get out the bed today. No, I'm not out of it all the way, but I did get up and take a shower. I'm not just stuck in the bed and depressed. Just take little steps of progress toward getting better. And I promise you, it will get easier and easier. I didn't know how I could take care of a child like that, but I knew that my experience told me that I would never want my son to grow up feeling the way that I grew up feeling. So because of that experience, I kept my son and he has been one of the best things that have ever happened to me. One of the best people in my life moving forward. Guess what? The doctor's prognosis was wrong. My son, he is paralyzed from the ankle down, but he walks with braces and crutches. He drives. He works for a Fortune 500 company where he is performing in the top eight percentile of the company. He lives along. He graduated from college. That's this a good place to put a hallelujah, Anne-Marie. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah. And that man said one thing, but God said, I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. You know, I, oh, oh man, I mean, we could just seriously, when everything that you have just said is just so important. It is the perception, isn't it? How are we going to yeah. look at something? To some people, they see it as a black barrier and a block. To others, to say, I'm climbing up, I'm climbing over, I'm going to grab something and smash through it. I'll dig under, I'll go around. But here's the thing when we have Christ, we have the Lord on our side. You have the faith, we're promised. With the mustard seed, we can move a mountain. What is the mountain that you are faced in front of right now? And do you have the faith, as you said, you have the faith to know that it will move, you know? And, And then I would imagine that at that time you said, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. And you took that step forward. It's amazing that when you make that decision, set that intention, you give it to prayer, stuff starts happening, doesn't it? That's out of our control that you can only put down to the hand of God moving there because he knew exactly what you needed before you needed it. And there it was. Share a little bit about that because that, that okay, we make that decision. That's fantastic. It's happened to you, Cheryl. Fanta- thank the Lord that, you know, your son is just um, amazing and what a testimony, you know, his life and, and what you've just shared is for others to, to hear. So if someone is there, what, what, what do they need to continue to do? What are some of the things that you did? Because it's one step, one day at a time, isn't it, as you move forward? Yeah, every day. And if you fall off course, know that you have the power to get back on course. But I'm going to speak to two people. There are some people out there that are not in a storm. I say, begin to read your word, begin to build yourself up in the things of God so that when you need it, that word is already hidden in your heart and that it will come to you to give you encouragement, to empower you, to educate you when you find yourself in those situations. And those of you who are already in the situ- in those situations and maybe you are not well-versed, I say to you, pray about it. I say to you, get in the word. I I say to you, sometimes you may need counseling. Sometimes you may, may need to reach out to someone that will help you and encourage you and turn what I call the light switch on, the aha moment, right? Because God is always there. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And we have never seen the righteous of God, uh, you know, begging for bread. So I just say to you, if you find yourself in that situation, of hopelessness. Look for God. And I would say that if you're a Christian, you know something about God. And there's a saying that I modern my life behind saying, when I can't trace God's hand, I'm going to always trust his heart because I know enough about him. I know enough about what he has done, whether it's in my life or whether it's in someone else's life. Hold on to the things you know about God. Hold on to knowing that God loves you unconditionally, that if he had to die on the cross again just for you, he would. Jesus would do it again and again just for you. That's how important you are. That's how much he loves you. So if you're in that moment, I would say meditate not on what's going wrong, 
However, be deliberate and intentional about setting your sights on the things that are going well or the things that have done well for you or have gone well for you because you know it's nobody but an almighty God who was there with you. Yeah, that's right. So often we are, or our attention is continues to be grasped around the things that are going wrong, the things that are not working. We need to be very careful too about where we do put our attention and our focus. And, you know, if you if you turn on the TV these days, everything is doom and gloom. I mean, it's always kind of been doom and gloom anyway. That was one of the reasons I started my very first podcast in 2008 because of the doom and gloom. And I thought we need to bring some vision and we need to bring some hope and possibility to this conversation. But we need to be mindful about where are we putting the attention? And, and you said rightly so, we need to be putting our attention to the word because there is something in there that the Lord has purposed purposely planted a, a, a promise for you. And, you know, the word of God, and I'd love to do a, um, you know, a, a, a podcast episode or maybe even a series on this. The word of the of God, as we know, and as he said, is the sword of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And when we're thinking about the armor of God and, and God says, put on the full armor, not just some of the pieces oh, like the helmet and, and the feet, you know, shod with the feet of the, the gospel of peace, the full armour. And there's a reason why is we are in battle with powers and principalities yeah. that are constantly roaming like a lion waiting to pounce on us when we are not prepared with a word. And, you know, and these powers and principalities know that the word of God is the sword of the spirit and can chop down any argument, isn't it, against that, any word. And often the enemy will try, and I want to speak a little bit about this because it is so important. The the battle is won and lost in the mind. What are you feeding it? What are you continuously meditating on? Do not be distracted by the disappointments, the discouragement, the things that are going on in in the world. Share a bit about that because you said, the circumstance that you're in, you had two decisions. You could have looked at that as hopeless, but you looked at the hope and possibility. Yeah. And that's what we're really inviting everyone to do today if they are in that, you know, period of whatever circumstance that you've got two choices. One has promise of light, life, isn't it? Life be and, and possibility beyond your wildest of imagination. The other is continued hopelessness. Share a bit about this because I think if people get it, they can completely change the perception of the circumstance that they're in right now, today. I would say it like this, Anne-Marie. The Bible puts it this way, that life, that, that, that God says, I set before you life and death, but choose life. So the choice is yours. And he's such a gentleman that he won't violate your will. So he wants you to choose. He gives you the answer to the test. He says, choose life. And so in in choosing life, it's choosing the things of God. And so I would say in the situation where you feel hopeless, or in my situation where I felt hopeless, I chose to choose life because first of all, I had a son that now I had to live for. It was no longer just me. So I would say whatever circumstances that you're in, I tell those that I coach, those that I uh, counsel, I tell them, take a moment, breathe in, breathe out. We do it again. 
three times. I say to them, if there's breath in your body, then you have a reason to be here. Don't forsake your process in life because it's those things that we go through. It's those experiences that we have that will build character in us and it will build a true testimony. You may not know what you're going through right now, but I'll tell you, I've been in many situations where I've come across women that felt that they were rejected, that felt that they didn't receive the love that they needed to as a child. And I tell them my testimony because the Bible says that we overcome overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. These days, people don't want to hear what you know, what you read. They want to hear what have you experienced. If you have not stood in my shoes, then sometimes they're not as willing to hear what you have to say. So we have to go through things in life in order to have a true testimony. Don't forsake your process, but believe that God is ordering your steps. And if he's ordering your steps, then he will bring you out of it with a testimony that can change lives. Yeah, yeah. And your own life too, because if you look back to the younger you, I mean, and that is that I think the enemy doesn't want us to know either, because I love everything you're saying, Sheryl. It's just, I, yes, yes, and amen to everything that you just said, because there is a strength. When you're talking about that strength and character that's being built um, in you, you know, in that resilience, there is no way ever that the enemy can come even close to you because you are just, you are dangerous, isn't it? Because there's a power and an authority that we have as, as the children. That's, you know, we have that through Christ that the enemy just cannot trod even with a toe note nail, you know, in that because we are so, yeah, we just know in our knower that there is a strength and a power to that, isn't there? And if we can share that, so many people are ashamed of certain circumstances, but the Lord wants to use that because he's used that in your own life. He now wants to use that so that you can impart that and be the hope and possibility for others who at the moment are struggling with that. It's so true, yet we're so so often we're ashamed of that. But when we start to share that testimony, how many people, I'm so glad you shared that. I was yeah. feeling the same and now you've given me some hope. You know, that's an, uh, amazing. Speak a bit more about that because now I think is a time where there is so much, we live in a culture of compromise. We absolutely do. And unfortunately, those who don't know Christ, don't know the promises and the protection that that just walks with us, um, they, yeah, they fall, they can fall victim to some of these things. And there is no protection there for them. We are the voice. We are the hands and feet of Jesus here, isn't it? And no one can challenge our story. No one can challenge our situation. We can breathe life and hope and light into the lives of others who maybe don't know who Jesus is. Isn't that true? Through the story and our journey that we've walked. That's so true. And what I would like to say to the listeners is, one, you are not your mistakes. I'm going to say that again. You are not your mistakes. Have you made mistakes? Yes. Big ones? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Will you make more mistakes? 
Absolutely. We all do. But what happens and what's a trick of the enemy is that the enemy uses the mistakes that we make really to make us feel unqualified for the purpose and the power of God. God can use your mistake to be a testimony as, as what we've been talking about. Because I really believe that, Anne-Marie, that there are a lot of people that are like, oh my goodness, I made that mistake. But Sherelle, you don't know what I did. You don't know how far I went with it. You don't know, guess what? It was a mistake that you made. We know that if we repent, our sins, or we confess our sins to God that He is faithful and just to forgive us and cast them where in the sea of forgetfulness. He, he doesn't even remember them no more. But so why are we, you know, isn't it? <laughs> we, yeah. yeah, but so we true. can't forgive ourselves, and we allow the fact that hey, she saw me do it, he knows I did it, they knew I did it, and then the guilt holds us bondage to those mistakes that we have already been forgiven of. So I say to you, I don't know who this is for. You are not your mistakes. Yes, you made the mistake. Repent, confess, and don't do it again. And let's get back on track to the purpose that God has on the inside of you. The word says that he purposed you in your mother's womb. So it's not based on anything that you've done. It's not based on any accomplishments that you've made here in the earth realm. He chose you for a, a specific purpose before you even got here. So when you fall off track by making those mistakes, as we all have and as we all will, know that you have the power once again. You have the power. Not the validation of others. They may still feel that you're disqualified. So let me just put it out there. People on the outside may say you're disqualified. You're not worthy. You don't have what it takes. You did that. You're not spiritual enough. Drown out the noise. Mm -hmm. And know that if God gave you a purpose, no one in this world can disqualify you. You have the power right in your hands to get back on track and then begin to get back on the journey from present to purpose in your life. So remember, you are not your mistakes. So true. So true. I often with, um, you know, some of my my colleagues and friends who love the Lord, we, we kind of joke, but it's, it's a joke, but it's it, 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 there is some real truth to this. It's so often we know that we're forgiven. We just need to go and ask for forgiveness. But so many of us, we, we take our, you know, take all of our baggage to the cross and then we end up taking half of it home with us. Over yes. our it's like leave it there. Here's one of the other things that, you know, because we often have heard that, you know, repent, repent. Why this is so important and we, we continue, as you say, we continue to, to live life and there are things that we do that in the, the kingdom of God that is, that's just, you know, no, no go it's a sin in him but here's why we ask for forgiveness lord i did it again stuffed up again forgive me thank you is that when we don't that is you know we were talking before about that the enemy prowls he looks for certain things that is an open door an unrepented heart or something that hasn't been forgiven ask and it will be forgiven that's yeah. it end of story it's promised that's it's done. if we don't do that 
we it is a little crack that the enemy can, ooh, that hasn't been asked for forgiveness yet, therefore it's not covered, therefore I'm going to sit and I'm going to prod and I'm going to do whatever. I, it festers, doesn't it? And that unfestering, unrepented thing that we should leave at the cross can then become a stronghold if we're not yeah. careful. That stronghold can, can be whatever it may be and often it's oppression, isn't it? What we're yeah. talking about, oppression, and that depression, if it gets too bad, becomes a depression. Yeah. And so that's why we say go to the cross, ask for forgiveness, lay that burden, lay that sin at the cross. Yeah. And for goodness sake, do Leave not take that. that. <laughs> Leave Leave that. Why do you have a bag coming out of there? Leave it there. If there's a bag, fill it with the promises that the yeah. Lord has made at the cross and take that home and start yeah. to plant those seeds, you know. Yeah. So true. Sure, I'll have loved today's conversation. Share a little bit more about your area of expertise, how you can support people and how best they can connect with you. Wonderful. Well, I am... The Bloom Strategist is what I've named myself because I am the founder of The Blooming Effect. And blooming to me is overcoming life's obstacles and adversity and showing up as your best self in the world. And so my ministry, if you would, is to encourage, empower, and educate uh, others that don't use your adversity as shackles to prevent you from showing up and from moving forward towards purpose. However, use it as fuel to catapult you where you're going. And so I can be reached if you go to my Instagram at Sherelle Reed. And there I have a link tree that tells you all about how you can connect with me with coaching, uh, with speaking and all sorts of things. So Anne-Marie, I would like to say to you, thank you, thank you, thank you for trusting me uh, with your audience. Thank you, thank you, thank you for seeing the God in me uh, to be here and to speak to not only your audience, but mine as well. Yeah, my my absolute pleasure. Um, this is this is for me. It's such a blessing, and to me to be able to share, uh, you know, you and your expertise and your words of of just insight and words of promise that we know that the you know the Lord through you and your work and ministry are doing, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? Um, yeah. When we think about what's happening in the world, we know we're on the winning team. You know, if there are any Christians who know and love the Lord, who is getting a little bit anxious about what's going on, don't, don't. don't. Turn to the Bible, the promises, look to him. It is done and dusted. He loves us. There is no way he's going to let his children, anything happen um, to them. So can I just finish with a word of prayer, Cheryl, so that Absolutely. I can Father God, thank you for the opportunity that we could speak to Sharil today and to hear the message, her testimony. Lord, it does not matter what circumstance, what challenge, what barrier that is in front of us. And, and we heard her beautiful testimony that, um, you know, that even though the, her situation when she was younger seemed hopeless, she made a decision, Lord, to look at the promises. And, you know, we just pray for people who may be in a similar circumstances, who feel abandoned, who feel rejected, who don't yet know who they are in Christ. Father, we just pray that this message will really touch them 
and that they will come to realize, accept you as their Lord and Savior so that they can start to receive the promises that is laid out before them before they were even born. Because as we know, you dreamt them, you knitted them together in uh, their mother's womb. No one is a mistake. No one is rejected. And so we just pray that over their lives today. Father, continue with us and that you continue to bless her ministry and the people that she um, touches with her message and that she coaches. And we ask this all in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for coming today and sharing. We did have someone here, and I'll just share that. Uh, Latonya McGee-Williams, she, she's gone fishing on Facebook. But she was there <laughs> listening and, and appreciate it. We've had other people there too, but I always like to, uh, to, to share those who've uh, contributed a comment. So thank you so very much once again. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's TheInfluenceAlliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.